You are listening to the Boss Experience Podcast, a podcast with conversations about business growth, self-development, and maintaining a mindset to achieve business success. My name is Michelle Davis, and I am a business strategist and coach, and I'm your host. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Boss Experience, the podcast that helps professional women turn their expertise into an online coaching business that replaces their nine to five income. My name is Michelle Davis and I'm your host. And in today's episode, I want to talk about attracting clients versus getting clients. Are you trying to turn your expertise into an online coaching business that replaces your nine to five income? If so, tell me if this sounds familiar. You took a coaching certification class, but still don't know how to develop a coaching business or get clients. You bought a course only to never implement what you learn or worse, you still don't know where to start. Or maybe you're struggling to piece together a bunch of free information you find online, hoping and praying for results only to still be confused. The key to earning revenue in your online coaching business is having a process to get the right people contacting you about enrolling in your programs and services. You also need a coaching offer that gets results for your clients in addition to you being able to charge a premium price for your services. So if you need help putting these pieces together, my name is Michelle Davis and I am the host of the Boss Experience Podcast in addition to being a phenomenal business coach. And I created a free short video explaining where to begin when it comes to starting an online coaching business that replaces your nine to five income. Just go to ceoblueprintacademy.com to get instant access now. That's ceoblueprintacademy.com. Okay, back to the show. When it comes to growing a coaching business, it's very easy to find ourselves with a bunch of lists of, you know, 25 ways to get coaching clients, 50 ways to get coaching clients. And I've seen some lists that are like 75 ways to get coaching clients. And while having a checklist of different ways to get clients may seem like it's a good thing, sometimes it's the worst piece of information you can have simply because you don't know what to do with the list once you have it. And the other piece is if you ran around and tried to implement 25 different strategies, 50 different strategies, or even 75 different strategies just to get coaching clients, not only will you deplete all of your resources, but you'll be exhausted. And at the end of the day, you won't know how to acquire a client. Attracting clients isn't just making a check mark on a list of things to do. You have to implement systems into your business to help you attract rather than put you in a position to chase after clients. So the first thing you want to think about is who are you as a coach and who do you want to help and attract? When you think of things in terms of a specific person that you want to help, it's a lot easier for you to figure out based on what it is you're an expert in and 
what your services are, what questions can you answer or how can you help this person or how can you present yourself in a way that's authentic, that's going to get the attention of the very person that you want to help. When we're talking about who you are as a coach, we're talking about strategic alignment. And your role as a coach is not just to go out there and just get everyone with a pulse that could potentially need your services. You need to direct your energy toward a specific person that's going to best benefit from what you have to offer. And you want to do that for a few reasons. One reason is is you want to attract the right person. You don't want to attract people you don't want to work with or that don't need your service or don't have an urgent need for your service to the degree that they pay for for your service. We have to remember only 2% of our market is actually ready to buy. Marketing is about, you know, attracting people that are a good fit for us to work with that need what we have to offer, even if they don't need it right now. And for us to nurture that relationship and where we often screw up as coaches, entrepreneurs, marketers, is we abandon people the minute that they're not ready to buy. That's actually the worst thing we can do because marketing is building relationships with people, letting them know that you're here to help when they're ready, letting them know that you have the expertise to help them solve their problem, letting them know that you're a trustworthy service provider and that you can provide a solution to their problem. And that's really what it's all about when we think about strategically aligning ourselves in the market in a way that's going to actually attract people to us. So you heard me mention, you know, having a specific person in mind for our services, which brings me to the next thing I want to mention, which is being niche focused. And when you're niche focused, you are putting yourself out there as a specialist and not as a generalist. Nobody needs a generalist because there's a lot of generalists in the market and you're really not doing anything to set yourself apart from every other coach in the market. However, when you're a specialist and you focus on that specialization and you make sure you're living and breathing that specialization in all of your marketing and everything you do online, the right people will resonate with what you have to say and that will help you attract your ideal client to you. You have to think about it. Like my niche is professional women that want to turn their expertise into an online coaching business that replaces their nine to five income. Now, if I showed up and I started talking about, you know, how to create a will and estate planning, it would be a little off-putting. Or if I started talking about, you know, weight loss and I made that kind of my platform, you'd be like, well, what happened to all the business stuff? It'll be really, really confusing for people to latch on to me. But everything that you see me do, everything that you see me create is about helping professional women turn their expertise into an online coaching business that replaces their nine to five income. So you'll never hear me talking about makeup or any of the other crazy stuff because number one, I don't wear a lot of makeup. It has to be a really special occasion for me to do that. But number two, it's clear what my identity is and it's clear in terms of who I help in my business. The other thing I want to say is build connections with people. So when we think about people, they're not just people there to like give us money. We have to show potential clients or prospective clients that we are the solution for them because we have to think the clients that we work with, you know, they've been, you know, looking for some time for a solution to their problem. 
most of the time when someone decides to work with a coach, it's not because of a problem they just started experiencing. It's usually because they've been experiencing the problem for a while. They've tried other solutions and they're still not where they want to be. And if you think about it, that's exactly why you're probably watching this episode. You're still trying to figure out how to get to where you want to be. It's the same thing with the people that you want to work with. And so when we are working with people and when we are building trust with people, we need to come from it from a perspective of helping them find the best solution for them. You hope it'll be you. You hope it'll be you. But what if it's not you? You know, and so part of what you should be doing in your content and everything you do online is not just talking about who you help and how you help them, but making sure that the people that you're not a good fit for understand that you're not a good fit for them so that those people don't end up on your radar. They don't end up on your sales calls and they don't end up, you know, trying to work with you when that's not who you're best suited to help or that's not who you want to help in your business. The next thing I want to mention is showcase your expertise on a consistent basis. When we talk about the online world, you do that through content. You have to make content. You have to get out there and tell people what your expertise is. I'm not saying you have to post, you know, four or five times a day on social media, but you need to have your voice out there in the online world. Because if you don't, it doesn't matter what expertise you have. It doesn't matter how good your program is. If people don't know you exist as a coach and they don't know you, your solution exists in the world, they're not going to do business with you because they don't know you're there. Make sure you're creating content in different forms because people consume things differently. So you want to create long form video. You want to create short form video and you want to create different types of content, you know, whether it's on your website or whatever the case may be so that you can connect with the people who desperately need your service. Right. And the last thing I want to mention is be client centric. When you're in the mindset of I need to get clients as opposed to attracting clients, your behavior centers around getting clients. So it's really important for you to focus on having an understanding of your client and, and knowing what their needs are, because that is the how you're going to structure your services. That is how you're going to make sure that what you provide to people is effective you need to make sure that you're spending time to get to know people, to making sure that, you know, you're talking to people and you're having enough conversations with people that actually need what you have to offer. A lot of the times what happens is people get in the client getting mindset and they start spamming people because they are focused on getting the next client or getting a client because those kind of people don't have clients when they're reaching out to people cold turkey like that because it's off-putting. And like I said early on, only 2% of your market are in the market to buy. Your role as a coach is to be top of mind in a way that's respectful, in a way that's professional, so that people remember you when they're ready to make that buying decision. And that won't happen through spammy relationships. Those type of tactics won't work and you will defeat the purpose of being top of mind. There's an important step in the whole 
marketing sales process that people forget, and that's the nurture process. Because even though you may talk to someone and for whatever reason, they don't end up working with you, that doesn't mean that they won't work with you in the future. You want to nurture that relationship so that they can feel like, hey, I want to, you know, this is my coach. This is who I want to work with in the future. As opposed to, oh yeah, I I remember that person and they were really spammy. And the minute I told them I don't want to work with them right now, they abandoned me. They abandoned me or they heard my problem or they heard my pain points and they abandoned me after that because I didn't sign on immediately. That's what's going to come to mind. And you don't want that to come to mind when someone thinks about you in terms of, you know, you being their coach. So that's all I have for you in this episode. I hope that there's something that I mentioned that can be helpful to you in your coaching journey. So thank you for tuning in. I can't wait for you to tune in to another episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. Take care, be well, and I hope that you will join me next Tuesday for another episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Boss Experience Podcast. Don't forget to leave a review for this episode and tune in next time.